like do you like hearing the Friday intro? I like the Friday intro. Yeah. Um, no Bethany. We didn't podcast last Friday. Uh, I had some some stuff to tend to here. And um, Bethany is usually usually on Fridays, and uh, I don't know. She is in. I think she left Wednesday night. She is in Disney. Uh, Lucky her. She tra- uh, teaches, coaches, coaches gymnastics for Saint Ursula, and uh, they're down at down at Nationals. And uh, so no Bethany today. And uh, I don't know if you saw the picture, but she posted some things from down there. And there's a bunch of people laying down. A bunch of, the girls are laying down yeah. with their feet together in a circle. And I immediately asked Bethany if that was some type of cult. <laughs> That's really funny. Or some sort of, yeah, some kind of ritual. Now, I mean, it probably is a ritual for them and for their dance team. Some Something, what is that called where people have rituals ahead of things because they think it gives them luck? Superstition. Yeah. I call it a cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they're really good. I think they're, aren't they a gymnastics dance team? They're not, they're like a, they're more dance than they are gymnastics, right? People are probably waiting for me to say gymnastics is not a sport, but I'm not going to. No, gymnastics to. is a sport. Yeah, I'm it's not, definitely a sport. Is bike riding a sport? Yes. Who asked me this the other day? Did you, no, somebody else said they, their brother was, oh, oh my good friend, Julie. I told her that, uh. I had never seen her brother before, but she always tells me about how much her brother loves like 80s cartoons and Batman. And, and then I saw a picture of him like, now I know why you like me. Like me and your brother are the same person. And then she's like, but you don't try to convince me that bike riding is a sport. And I'm like, no. Nope, it, it is a sport. It's an activity. No, it's a sport. I mean, it like the same as running. Running is a sport. Just because you put a timer on something and give out awards doesn't mean it's a sport. So you don't think running is a sport? Don't you go down? Don't you go down this rabbit hole with no, me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I think running is. I wouldn't necessarily say bike riding. Bike riding to me is just like nobody leisurely runs. You're running for a purpose. Bike ride. I, I know I'm parsing things here, but I have no mm-hmm. problem saying running is a sport. While bike riding is more, is bowling a sport? Yeah. No, bowling is an activity. <laughs> is no. uh is golf a sport? The answer is no. But it is though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's considered that you just don't think it is. It's it's not a sport. If if you can drink while you're doing it and many people do or smoke cigars, it's not a sport. I guess so. I mean, I I think it, it's a competitive it can be a competitive sport or it can be a leisure activity but like so can so can most things competitive activity uh, i don't know i do truly think bike riding is a sport when you're doing it for for that like you know you have to make sure your um I don't know how to explain it. Your gears and your speed are correct. You're breathing correctly. You're timing things correctly. You're turning correctly. You know what I mean? Like you, you just, I think bike riding is a sport. I disagree. Okay. Fair enough. There was something I wanted to tell you uh, that couldn't be on the podcast that just came my way. Uh, I'll, I'll save that for after the podcast. All right, fine. Good, good, good stuff too. Really good stuff. Um, but, but, but why did you ask me about uh, Jewish can we talk about this here? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, we've seen very publicly what's happening with Whoopi at The View, and I, I, I don't really share many opinions uh, publicly at all. Um, and I know yes, that she do. came under. Well, mm, you, you think th- so? You well, besides th- this. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. yes. Okay, okay, yes. Now I got okay, you. yes. Okay. Um, but I, I was quietly just kind of paying attention to it. Because, I mean, I think that what got her in trouble and and was the PR, like, mess that was created was that she said um, what happened with the Jews and the Nazis was not about race. And I, you know, and, and then everybody came after her, but I had to take a pause. And I said, but I think that would be mean. I don't think that means, okay, so my thought was, you know, the Jewish people, there's a component of race, but then they're also grouped together based on their religion, their religious beliefs and life and that create then a practice and a lifestyle. Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm not the right person to ask. And I saw the whoopee thing too. And I was stunned when I saw the headline whoopee suspended for Holocaust comments. I'm like, really? And then I read them and I, 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 you, you tell me, I read the apology like, yeah. we can move on from this. I think she just really fumbled things. Fumbled she getting, did. Fumbled getting out what she was trying to convey as opposed to a hateful sentiment. Oh, absolutely. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg is anti-Semitic by any means. Um, I, I think that she has lived a life and has practiced a, um, a life in such a way that she is a true ally, you know, for many groups. Um, and I, like, I think her reputation speaks for itself. I think some of the folks that wanted to get at her took their opportunity to get at her and the public outcry was that, uh, you know, besides like, you know, the anti-defamation league and things like that, like they, they're doing what is their job to call it out. I think that, um, ABC had to suspend her because of how many people were just like crying out based on what she said. And I think that if she were able to flesh that out more and it wasn't like a talking, like a quick talking point that she had to say and then move on from, then I think that she could have explained that because we do know, you know, that the Nazis um, believed themselves to be superior because of, you know, their race. You know, it was white supremacy. That is, you know, that is about race. But I but you know what I mean? So. Um, and I think that she knows that. I think that that's, you know, that's common. I, I do think that she knows that. I think she just really fumbled on what she said. And I hadn't really, I don't think you and I talked about it at all. And I said, okay, I have thoughts on this. I wonder what Eric thinks. <laughs> like, and that's, I do that with you for a lot of reasons, but also because you're Jewish. So I, I'm like, you know, I have thoughts on this where I'm like, it's not about race, but it was about what happened to them was about race. But are they a racial group of their own? I don't think so. It's not about race on their end. It was about uh, it correct was about, about Germans in the the Aryan nation. Um, mm-hmm. So I am not a World War. I, I'm not a 1920 to 1945 expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there have been lots of parallels <clears throat> to Trump and fascism and all that stuff, and and some some analogies. Um, and I guess right. a lot of author- authoritarian regimes arise in similar fashions. Yeah, and I, and I wasn't taking a pot shot at the the former president there. I was trying to like get my my thoughts together, and I'll come back to. So, as far as I know, so um, 
it's maybe inarguable that nobody has been picked on and enslaved more in human history than than people of the Jewish religion. Um, so after we kicked Germany's ass in World War One, mm-hmm. um, Germany was in shambles, like catastrophic shambles, and I think that's where Hitler's populist movement came along. And as he began to garner some power, um, when you're, you need somebody to blame. I'm not going to blame America. So as far as I know, he blamed the Jews. Similar mm-hmm. to some of the things we have going on in this country now. Like if you treat black people and peop- anybody of color equally, we are giving up our power as white people. Like he kind of That's ran, what they believe, yeah. Yeah, he ran that game on Jewish people. And before you know it, there were yellow stars and... Six million dead, gassed, burned, everything. Um, I, I, if I think the, the question you asked came up in an on-air discussion one time, and I had Sarah Hegarty calling the old radio show, um, <laughs> trying to explain it, and it really got into the weeds. But me personally, like, it's a belief system, not a religion, because like, how do you, you define yourself as an African American, right? Correct. All right. African country, American country. There is no Jew land. Um, like Israeli would be a nationality, an ethnicity, Correct. I suppose. But Correct. Jewish is a, a, a belief system, a, a religion, like Catholicism right. and right. Christianity. And that's where like, right. we, we, we twist things like people are like, I hate Muslims um, or you hate the religion or are you tying them to an ethnicity? Because we, we, I think people use mus- the word Muslim as an ethnicity, but like Jewish or Judaism, it's a belief system. There is no country like Muslim. There are countries that have people that are filled with uh, those who follow Mus- is Islam and... Uh, that mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm sorry if I'm fumbling my stuff now, but <laughs> to, to, okay. me, to me, these things are, being Muslim and being Jewish are religions, not ethnicities. There's probably somebody out there who can make a really good argument against that, but um, yeah, so that that's that's my answer. It's a, it's a, it's a religion, nothing more. I, I view myself as an American, right. an Ohioan now, a Philadelphian. Uh, my, my religion is, is Judaism. You know, and I think that I, I appreciate that we're both kind of and I hope you're not offended when I say this, but we're like fumbling fools over the conversation. But I feel like that's that's pretty norm. If that, it, like I feel like there's a lot of people that are interested in what's going on or maybe not interested, but see what's going on and have some thoughts about it, but don't know enough to really say anything. So then there's no like learning happening when it comes to that. You know, I, I, that was what I thought, I think that, and that was kind of what I came to you. And I said, wait a minute, because if I wanted to, if you and I weren't best friends and we were dating and we were getting married and you said, well, I need you to convert to Judaism, I could do that. Right. You know, and I'm a black person and I could do that. And so I said, I think that that's where I, you know, was like, well, it's not necessarily a race. And I think it is a controversial topic to say that um, the Jewish people do come from a land. Um, to, I'm not saying that I think that, but I'm saying I know that that is like their homeland or their, 
you, you see what I mean? Like when, if you're someone praying to Mecca, does that make sense? Yeah. We're... Um, anyway, uh, but I'm like, you know, she was partially right and she was partially wrong, but it was very clumsily, you know, delivered. And that's just the name of the game. And I think that statistically it's bound to happen. I mean, the view has come under fire for saying a lot of dumb stuff. So usually from Megan McCain, but now she's not there anymore. But she definitely took her swipe at Whoopi because of it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And I don't know who said this, whether it was a like a polarizing figure or someone who just happens to have a talk show every day it, it was one or the other um if you do a job like that mm-hmm. and you're on the air how long is that show an hour an hour yeah an hour i mean there's people who do you know radio talk shows of all kinds and when you're sitting there like the hardest thing i think to do at least in my business is to do a talk show by yourself um you are mm-hmm. talented and thoughtful and prepared and so many other things. Um, I, I certainly couldn't do three hours by myself every day. But when you have that kind of platform with all the words that you put out into the ether, you're you're gonna you're gonna fumble every now and then. Um yeah. hopefully less often than not. And same thing with the view. They're on the air for the most part, like they have general topics, but it's pretty free form. Um, yeah. Especially when you, if you get caught by something that, that's just sprung on you and it's a, a sensitive or a volatile issue, um, yeah, you can put your foot in your mouth. So that's why yeah. it's important to take the grand scope of someone's intention and words rather than, you know, cherry picking certain things. And the, exactly. it seems like ABC did the right thing. Like to just quiet this thing down and wait for the next thing to come. We're going to suspend you for a day. Go enjoy the snowstorm. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, speaking of snowstorms, it's day four of, well, day two of many people's snowcation. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have passed this along in some ways the other day, but I am, I like this snowstorm more than like the, the typical ones we get. The four to six inches, the four to eight inches, because with these, <laughs> um, there are a lot fewer, like the problem is driving. Um, right. People drive either far too cautiously or far too recklessly, and it's awful. Like it's so appropriate that every time we have a storm, even if it's just raining, like you live here, you've been in a thousand rainstorms. You live in Ohio; it snows all the time. How are you still driving this poorly? But at least when it's like this, people are at home. There's a lot fewer people on the road, and it's much easier, at least for for me to manage because the drive is the dangerous part. Like, so what if you're stuck in your house, especially for all these people who are now like on their, like what? 58th hour of drunkenness from all the alcohol they bought (laughs) to prepare for the storm. So everybody's home today, except for, except for you and me. Maj definitely got her Cooper's Hawk bottles just in Mm, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I totally thought of her, but um, yeah, I, I, you know, the only thing I was surprised about, about this snowstorm and I was like, you know, is this, is this us? Like, is this a normal thing to do or is it because we were prepared? The amount of things that were closed because of the storm, you know, I I had to come to work every day this week, except the day that I was out, you know, fixing my car and the, the snow hadn't come at that point, but I was, working every day this week and you know so things were still status quo for me and if i needed to swing home really quick and or on the way home swing by and get some cat food i couldn't do that because everything was closed literally everything was closed and um i'm not used to that and i and i don't know if that's 
a bit of overkill or not, you know, we got ourselves a snowstorm, but we managed it just fine. You know, use your own discretion if you're going to be out or not. And I'm not saying that I want, you know, people working in grocery stores to always be the ones put at risk. I don't want anybody to be put at risk because they have to come out to work. But um, I mean, I, I truly thought it was pretty manageable, but you're, I am also someone that, that, like you said, I really enjoy stuff like this. Like I had a really good time when I, uh, again, I always sound that also sounds insensitive compared to the people that were like ran off the road. Um, but it was, it was interesting. It makes the driving, um, to and from work every day this week. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I learned that I have really good tires in my car. So, and I'm waiting to for you. hear more insight from my brother about that. Um, I remember, so I had, ever since, I haven't had a two-wheel drive car or a car that isn't four-wheel drive since 2010 or so, because mm-hmm. it was one of those couple of winters back-to-back in Pennsylvania where we were just getting slammed by storms, and, I'm, and I got spooked into four-wheel drive, and ever since then, it's all I've had. Now, I'm, I'm still careful, but I, I don't recall ever having... Tires like I've had now that have gripped the road with what's going on so well. Um, and I, to add to your why are all these places closed? Remember, a lot of these places were already struggling to stay open because uh, yeah. of Omicron stuff oh, to begin with. Good point. Short staffing. Good yeah, point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And then the other thing that was a little bit obnoxious, again, because I was out every day this week, um, the amount of cars, and I don't think that I was that person driving. Um, overly cautious like you mentioned like I don't think I was that person I mean did I go the speed limit no but was I maybe five miles under the speed limit most likely like I would speed up until I knew I was getting close to maybe a traffic light tell her I'll call her back um a traffic light like if I know I'm getting you know close to like a traffic light I'll speed up um hold on you're fine you're fine Um, so I would slow down, you know, I knew if, if I'm coming to a stoplight, I'm going to slow down, um, and probably slow down earlier than usual. The amount of cars that were just tailgating you. And I I don't understand. I'm like, this is not the weather to tailgate somebody in. They'll tailgate you until they go around you. And, and it's like, you know, you're going to spin out, right? I mean, I saw two cars spin out from going around me. And I don't feel like I was going that slow. And this is, I mean, one of the cars that tailgated me and went around me yesterday was a little BMW, like a, a small one. <laughs> and I'm like, where do you think you're going? You know, I mean, my Jeep did pretty well in this weather. I was really proud of my old girl, especially since I got her fixed this week. But um, yeah, you know, it was exciting. It, it was interesting and exciting and dangerous. Uh, I'm, I feel bad for some of the folks that got stuck because I know that that was really inconvenient. Um but yeah, now it's past us. And now we can now it was interesting as I'm driving around today, I'm seeing everybody kind of getting up and getting out lots of people shoveling. I was out shoveling again this morning, you know, lots of people digging their cars out from on the side of the street. <laughs> Anybody that wasn't asked to the sheriff's department or our meteorologist, I hope they're stuck. And if they get, <laughs> yes. if they get hypothermia or frostbite, I don't care. Um, it, I, yeah. People were awful. Yes. Um, people were exactly. awful. Um, so kind of a serious topic, and I don't think I've shared this with you before, and I don't want to go too much longer than like another 10 minutes, so I got to do the, uh, the on-air show. But So Amazon is raising its price. Yes. Uh, 119 to 139 
Oh. Uh, I probably get more use out of Amazon than most people because, yeah, I do it for the shopping, but I actually, I, I also watch a lot of, of Amazon content. There's some, I, I, off the top of my head, I would say there's more Amazon original shows that I like than on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it had me thinking, like, have you seen the story about Jeff Bezos' yacht? Mm-mm. So wherever he's going, his like three sail yacht, it can't get through because there's a bridge. It's too low. So they're deconstructing the bridge to get his yacht through. And oh it's just like par for the course. Like whatever. We, we would probably all do that if we were like bazillionaires anyway. Um, I have a concern. Like there's the inflation thing that so many people are concerned about. Although Mark Zuckerberg lost a lot of money. I, it's So I know we don't ever like talk about stocks or finances on the show, but I watch things I watched the stock market and yesterday um, Facebook went from like $330 a share to about $230 a share. Mm-hmm. And that's like trillions of dollars. Like it's crazy. Like there's a straight down line. It's, it's kind of wowing to see. Um, people are aware of the inflation stuff, costs going up, gas prices, blah, blah, blah. I, uh, I have some, some concerns that I don't think I've really seen anybody discuss so people have had wages raised, and I think for the most part, they've had some of those wage increases wiped out by cost increases. Mm-hmm. Um, I fear that most businesses will not be willing to give up profit or sacrifice profit so that they can pay their employees more. They'll just raise prices. I, I know that there are like examples of places not doing this, but I just don't trust. I just don't trust these businesses. Um, so what's, uh, inflation has been, everybody has seen these stories, like inflation is at a rate that we haven't seen in, in 40 years and whatever. My concern is, and it's my like one black ho- helicopter, um, you're going to get 5G if you take the vaccine kind of conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's not even, it, it, like if I did believe in that, this would, this is what it would be. So inflation will not stay where it is and prices will come down, but they will likely still very much be quite higher than before the pandemic and my black helicopter conspiracy theory if i believed one was all these businesses got together started the virus so they could raise prices look that's i don't believe that that's not the case <laughs> but it's going to happen so it's kind of like like a sit like do you ever think like you ever see something especially during like black friday like 40 percent off or like lowest price yet and that mm-hmm. price is still arguably where it was recently, mm-hmm. but the fact mm-hmm. that it says it's on sale, or the fact that it was already marked up way high anyway, that business mm-hmm. will still make a profit. Like that's my concern. Once we begin to, once COVID and inflation begins to subside, things will still be very expensive, more expensive than they were, and people's um, uh, salary and wage increases will just be completely wiped out. So I, I have a really good example, um, and I feel like it was because I was paying attention to this for some time. So before Thomas and I got engaged, um, I was ready for it. I was obsessive about it. We talked about I wasn't obsessive, but we've talked about this. Like I was like, when is it happening? We're knocking on the door of six years, you know? So I would go on to, and I really liked the idea of him finding my engagement ring on a couple websites that I had found and doing it online. And so I had seen... Um, good examples of, you know, rings that I was interested in and diamonds that I was interested in. 
Um, and I remember every, like for that, at least two years around the holiday and then around the holidays. So Thanksgiving and Christmas and, um, New Year's and then around Valentine's day, these websites would market these huge prices. They, they would say, okay, you know, X amount of percentage off or X amount dollars off of your engagement ring, um, while, while it lasts, but nobody, but the rings were more expensive. So it's like you just made the ring that is normally $2,500 um, <clears throat> to buy, $3,100 to buy, yep. and you're going to give them 30% off or whatever. So you made it more expensive. Like you, we see what you're doing. And so they, they made, the, they made the, the goods itself more expensive, but then like tried to give you a percentage off. So they were still making a profit off of it, which was um obnoxious so i think that that's a pretty good example but i agree with you i mean but i, I maybe i disagree that prices are going to come down i don't think they're going to come down like i don't know and, and maybe what do you mean are you referring to things like gas, gas um and gas meat is, gas is always kind of fluid i i, I think yeah, right I, so person looks so my uh my collectibles are undergoing another price increase for the second one in six months. And oh, geez. It, it's so the, the things I buy often are like nineteen ninety nine. They went up to twenty two ninety nine. Now they're going up to twenty four ninety nine. It's like a, it's like a twenty five thirty percent increase. And that's mm-hmm. for a lot of things that we buy. Um mm-hmm. and that's that price is not likely to, to, to come down. So I think a lot of things will come down, but not to the point of where they were before. And to that Hasbro thing that I just mentioned, they go, oh, you know, supplies cost more and blah, blah, blah. Like the things that you would expect, but like what you just talked about with the jewelry and stuff. I know a lot of people like there are political political parties and political belief systems that are founded in disbelief of the government and just not trusting politicians. And I understand that. Like, we have seen a lot of ineptitude and incompetence and bad leadership over the last two years. But mm. I would rather put my faith in that than business. Because it's not everybody, but far too many businesses are greedy. And I'm not saying, like, local businesses. Like, I don't think Monets is trying to take all my money. But I think we've given a couple of, of examples now. And if you and look, you cannot simply buy all local all the time. Um, right. And if you if you if you don't do anything, Amazon, like good for you. Um, I just find the convenience and the cost better for my lifestyle. And at the end of the day, like we've talked about before, we let our dollars make our decisions. And I just mm-hmm. fear. I, I mean, I think some costs will come down. But to your point. My collectibles aren't coming down on those prices. They're not going to rescind that price hike. Um, and it, it sucks because in the same way that I, uh, a company I'm familiar with used COVID, they would have done this anyway, but they used COVID as a cover to do employee reductions and staff reductions because they're like, great, all this did, did was speed up the timeline for us to implement more automation and syndication. Um, too many businesses act like that. It's, it's corporate greed and beyond. And that scares me a hell of a lot more than, than incompetent politicians. Yeah. And I think that, but as you know, the same, on the same token, I think that employees are, you know, saying, you know what, 
something's got to give now. Like, I think that this is like the straw breaking the camel's back and that great resignation. Like it's for many things, but I think now inflation is getting higher on the list of why individuals are choosing to leave. It's like, you know, I go to the grocery store and I only get 10 things and I'm like teetering a hundred dollars, you know, on my grocery orders. And, and so um, I think, and I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I think that we're getting to that point where it's like, I have to make more money. I'm going to have to. Did I get a cost of living increase this year? I sure did. Was it, you know, did it equate to a dollar? No, it didn't, you know, but I do know that like, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that's ridiculous. You might as well have kept that because I know that some employers are doing everything that they can, you know, some, some employers are also just strapped. Like you, you, there's just nothing you can do. Um, and so I, I don't know what's happening. Like it's, this is an interesting time in our economy and I, I'm a, I'm a, not a young adult, but I'm not an adult that has experienced stuff like this and really actually felt it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, um, and I feel it now. And so, um, it's interesting and frustrating. And you know, Thomas and I were having a conversation last night because we were talking about taxes. And again, I mentioned this is a tight month for us. For us. And I said, you know, we have to do our taxes. I said, but you have to pay for that. He goes, what do you mean? Isn't it free? I said, it's free to do them. You yeah. have to pay to file them. What? I've got to pay? And I'm just, because he's never done his own taxes. So he's really kind of removed from that process. And he grew up differently. So learning about stuff like this is not like right on the tip of his brain. Um, and I said, yeah. And so then he gets to going about, you know what? You know, I'm an American. I love our country, but this sucks. <laughs> Like it does. Yeah. It does. And then the conversation went to, why are we paying over a thousand dollars for a one bedroom? And I said, I don't disagree, hon. But like if we get a one bedroom somewhere else, we're not going to be paying much less. And considering most of our utilities are included, we'll still be right around the same price. Renting is a scam. Like, yeah. well, you know what I mean? It's all a scam. It, it's a scam. The, it's a scam. Like, I, I mean, you go you go to the dark side and you're just like, Ugh. I, I know that, like, you've probably seen this, so the, the Fed will raise the interest rates in the next month or so or whatever, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. might, that's supposed to help inflation, and look, there's a lot of economic things, like most things I don't understand, but, like, I know you fall into this, like, you want to build wealth by having your house, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. as opposed to just paying rent, especially since yeah. you're, you're not likely to up and leave, but, like, what I went through when I was, um debating whether to spend out of my ballpark for my apartment that was turning into a condo downtown. My dad kept telling me, it's like, yeah, you're earning equity there, but it's not worth anything unless one, you want to take another loan against it, which means you're going to be in more debt. And two, it's not worth anything unless you sell it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole, everything is a scam. It is. It's, you know, it, again, I'm just at that. I'm getting to be that. And I'm kind of like, I'm happy about it. But at the same time, it just kind of, you feel it a little more where you're like, I do want to move now. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to make a little bit more money. We're feeling the effects of inflation. Um, this all sucks. And then you get there and you're like, okay, let's start doing these things. And then so much gets in your way. And in fact, and this could be a conversation for another day, you know, I, I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law and, and my coworker here about just my culture and how we don't help one another sometimes when we can. And it's like you grow up in a family where there is the ability to maybe 
here, here's a couple thousand to help you with the down payment or here, here's this to help you get your feet off the ground. And um, there's some cultures that do that and there's other cultures that don't. And why is that? You know, if Thomas wants to get upset about something else in this vein and look, there's still stuff that, that I learn. Um, tell him that my dad sends me and my brother money so that when he dies, we don't get hit with an estate tax. So tell Thomas that, yes, you have to pay the government when you die. Oh, my God. He probably would get furious. But I think that I think Thomas and, and including myself, like that's a for that good for you and your dad. Um, again, you know, I, oh God, how do I say this without sounding insensitive? Because I'm talking about my own community, but it's known and it's you know, there's people locally here that advocate and they're they're like activists for setting yourself up properly, which is con- includes, um, you know, insurance and um, what's that called? Life insurance, like yeah. in, it includes life insurance because Thomas and I both, you know, ended up having to pay when our loved ones passed, not get money. You know what I mean? None of we didn't get, get any money <laughs> like we pay. We had to pay. Um, pay their stuff and and that's pretty common and I, you know and my mom you know whenever her time comes she tried her hardest and I think she did kind of stumble on something where we might get like a couple thousand and when I say a couple I mean like three um, which it's, is just enough to take care of her final it's, stuff it's expensive to die next time uh, your mom comes over to the apartment tell her you point like on top of the TV and say mom you see that that's where you're gonna be do you remember you remember when like death traps were coming after me last year and I'm like, God, my brakes went out and then yeah. this happened and this happened. My mom had just bought like a life insurance package and she said they will only honor it if she survives another two years. And then she got hit by a semi that same week. <laughs> Insur- insurance, mostly a scam. Yeah, um, yeah, but but yeah, it is. It's all a, anyway. That's a conversation for another day. But um, last Last thing, if you want to, you know, you want to make a little money off this, feel free to charge me for looking at Sonny's butt running outside. What? <laughs> She's so cute. She's that, so cute. That was adorable. And yeah, those, those two just like shot like a bat out of hell. They do that. So they, they like to race out of the door. I don't know what it is. I don't, it's like the first time out the door and they act like they haven't been outside in over a year. Right. Um, Petey, we put a coat on him this time because Pete's belly is bare compared to Sunny's where she has fur. So Petey had the bunny coat, <laughs> and, but Sunny and the snow was so high. It was this their same height. And that both of my dogs are actually the exact same height. And there might be just a two pound difference in them. So they're same height, same weight, exactly the same, um, same length too. Like they're both the same. It, it's weird actually how it worked out that way. But, um, yeah, we took him out. Sunny loves the snow. Petey was like, um, I'm not, no, no, thank you. And I, I brought him back in pretty quickly because he was ready to go. But yeah, they're yeah, I th- cute. I think Andre pulled another muscle because the snow was was too high. And we've, I've cleaned up a lot of poop in the house the last couple of days. Oh, but have sweetie. it, have it, enjoy it. Because you know what? I'd, I'd rather clean that up than stand outside waiting for, and, and Diddy doesn't like, Diddy has a hard time pooping when the grass is wet. So mm. thank God he can hold it for the most part. Um, I will text you later, probably even soon, and I, I have some things to show you. Okay. Um, bye-bye. <gasps> bye-bye. <laughs>